0: Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. With smile, a bright sunny smile.
1: Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We're located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slaybaugh. Well, good Monday to you. How was church yesterday? My, what a wonderful Lord's Day we had. It was I Love My Family Sunday. We had Evangelist Ben Burks and his wife Wendy with us, and boy, the Lord gave us a great, great Lord's Day and uh, wonderful, wonderful preaching, uh, decisions made for Christ, and uh, just a great spirit and pictures taken of family. And what a what a wonderful day. God met with us. And I hope God met with you where you were and that you were in your place and that you were a blessing to your church and your pastor and that it was a great Lord's Day for you as well. And now we move on to the last few days of February. Got an extra day this year. It's leap year. So we go through Thursday the 29th and then we turn the calendar to March. And boy, it's feeling like spring as we head into this week and uh, weather warming up to 60. And uh, boy, that'd be wonderful. Maybe old ground hog was right after all and uh, that's okay with me i'll take the early spring but listen if your bible's nearby pick up luke 15 this is a familiar passage to us it's what's been known as the 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 prodigal son Uh, prodigal means wasteful And uh, it it begins uh, all the way in verse 11 of chapter 15, when it says he had two sons. And of course, I'll read a little bit of this. It says, The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that follow to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son, gathered all together, took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have fain filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough in despair, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me But the father said unto his servants, Bring forth the best robe, put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. The story of this prodigal son, restored to fellowship with his father, brought out the royal robe, and reinstated as a member of the family. It opened the door to a brand new chapter in his life. I call this the God of the second chance. All this prodigal needed was a second chance. Notice, he came in repentance. He came understanding he'd sinned against God and against his father. And he came, he went out saying, give me. He came back saying, make me. Make me whatever you want me to be. Make me, mold me, make me after thy will. I think of the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve disobeyed God, sinned, and God had to banish them from the garden. He had told them, in the day you eat of that fruit, you shall surely die. Animals were killed. Blood was shed. Adam and Eve were covered. And then they were put out of the garden. But they realized something. We're not dead. We have another chance. And God told them about the blood sacrifice. And they would offer blood sacrifice for forgiveness of their sin on the second chance. Abraham. Leave Ur of the Chaldees, Leave your family. Well, he took his dad and Lot with him. What happened? Dad dies, and he ends up having to separate from Lot. And in chapter 14 of Genesis, God calls him again. What is that? The second chance. The second chance. Moses grows up in Pharaoh's house, comes out, sees an Israelite, a Hebrew, an Egyptian, fighting with one another. And Moses rises up and kills the Egyptian, buries him in the sand. Next day, two Israelites are fighting, and Moses wants to intervene. And one of them says, what well, are you going to do? Kill me like you did that Egyptian. And Moses flees. He runs, goes out to the backside of the desert, ends up working for his father-in-law when he sees a bush burning, and the bush doesn't be, isn't consumed. And he goes to the bush to look at it, and he hears God's voice calling to him. Moses, I want to use you to deliver my people. You are my deliverer. Moses, after some argument with God, goes and he sees the plagues in Egypt. He saw all the things that God did. He saw the death of the firstborn. He leads them out into the wilderness and he sees them being led by the pillar of fire at night and the pillar of cloud by day. He saw the miracle of the Red Sea as the waters parted and they went over. And then the whole Egyptian army was, was drowned in the Red Sea. He saw the manna every morning. He saw the water come from the rock. But I want to remind you, he saw all that on the second chance. The second chance. Samson was a great judge in Israel. But he sold out to a woman and breaks his vow to God. Gets his hair cut. His eyes are plucked out. I'm sure he felt like a failure. That I failed in life. I failed in my mission. I failed my God. But there's a great verse there in Judges that says, as Samuel reaches up and feels the top of his head, the Bible says, Howbeit be at the hair of his head begin to grow again. What was that? A second chance. And finally, they lead him out to the arena where they're going to make fun of him. And he asks the young boy, put my hands on the pillars of, the, of this great arena. And, and he does. And Samson pushed with all his might, and he brought the house down. And he killed more Philistines in his death than he did in his life. The second chance. David fell to lust with Bathsheba, compounds it with murder of of Uriah. And finally, when confronted by Nathan the prophet, he repents. He confesses, God forgives, and David is restored. And it was after that that God said, David is a man after my own heart. It was after that that God said in the New Testament, David served his own generation by the will of God. I think of Jonah, who ran away from Nineveh. Ran away from the call of God. The, so the, the sailors finally threw him overboard. A whale swallowed him. He spent three days and three nights in whale university. And then he spit him up on dry ground. And the Bible says the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. Revival came to Nineveh. But it was on the second chance for Jonah. Peter's cursing. Denying even knows Jesus Christ. The cock crows. And Peter goes out and weeps bitterly. He goes back to fishing. Six other men go with him. Jesus appears on the shore. They know it's Jesus. They come to shore. He's got fish cooking there on the shore. And he looks at Simon Peter and says, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He does it three times to match the three denials. And he said, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. He's restored as an apostle. You turn over from John to the book of Acts, and he's a leader in the prayer meeting in the early church in Jerusalem in the upper room, waiting for the promise of the fullness of the Spirit of God. And he's one of the preachers at Pentecost when 3,000 are saved. How did that happen? On the second chance. John Mark left Paul on the first missionary journey, Paul and Barnabas. He goes home. When it's time to go again, Barnabas says, let me get John Mark. And Paul says, we're not taking John Mark. They had a big split over John Mark, and and Paul ended up taking Silas, and Barnabas took Mark and sailed a different direction. But later, Paul would write, in Timothy, bring John Mark, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. He's profitable to me for the ministry, a profitable companion to Paul. How? On the second chance. Books filled with him. You know, God only has crooked sticks to use. God will use you. The Bible isn't filled with perfect people. Churches are not filled with perfect people. Pulpits are not filled with perfect people. All of us have to admit that we don't live up to the ideals and the standards of the Word of God. We, are, we have all failed in some way. And I would announce to you, thank God. Thank God He gives second chances. I'm not saying the prodigal son didn't go into deep sin. I'm not saying that Peter never denied the Lord. I'm not saying David didn't commit adultery and murder. I'm not saying Moses never killed a man. But I'm asking you this. Are your imaginations clean? Are your motives pure? Is your conduct approved of Christ? Do you use every opportunity for service? Are there any responsibilities that you neglected? Oh, the truth is the second chance is what we all need. The lost person needs it. You may have heard the gospel before. And someone urged you to be saved, but you wouldn't. He's knocking at your heart's door again. Most people don't get saved the first time they hear the gospel. Most people heard it more than once. Why? God gives second chances. The Savior's waiting to enter your heart. Why don't you let him come in? Time after time, he's waited before, and now he's waiting again. Open the door. Let him in. You need, he's giving you a second chance. But the Christian needs a second chance. Like Peter, maybe you've denied the Lord. Oh, not not by verbal words, but by silent actions. Maybe you felt a lust. Maybe you ran from the will of God. Maybe you've quit your service for God. I've got good news. God gives second chances. God gives second chances. There's still souls to win and lives to influence and prayers to get answered. Oh, come back to God. See what peace, what freshness, what joy, what forgiveness can bring begin anew, get a new start, begin fresh. Let me remind you what Moses did with his second chance. He became a great leader of the people of Israel. Let me remind you what Jonah did with his second chance. A revival came to Nineveh. Let me remind you what David did with his second chance. Became a man after God's own heart. Let me remind you what the prodigal did with his second chance. He went home to his father. Let me remind you what Peter did with his second chance. He was a leader of the church of Jerusalem and saw 3,000 saved in one day and baptized. Let me remind you what John Mark did with his second chance. He became a faithful missionary and a helpful, helpful companion to the Apostle Paul. Let me ask you a question. What will you do with your second chance? Will you take it in amazement? Will you take it in thankfulness? Will you take it with gratitude? Will you use it? for the glory of God? I hope you will. Thank God. Thank God. He's the God of second chances. And I think some of us would have to admit third, fourth, and fifth chances as well. Thank God. He's a loving God. Thank God. He's a forgiving God. And thank God. He'll pick us up, clean us up, and use us again. Well, he's the God of the second chance. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Again, I appreciate you listening to Words to Encourage Radio. And I want to encourage you now, uh, those of you who pray for our radio broadcast and those of you who help us financially from time to time, uh, you can give through a donate button on our website. Of course, that's through PayPal. But we also have Zelle now, Z-E-L-L-E, if you know what that is. And and they don't take any percentage out. I know PayPal now takes a certain percentage, and uh, you don't have to worry about that with Zelle. And so we're set up with Zelle. If you'd like to transfer money, just designated for the radio broadcast, and we really appreciate that. And again, uh, thank you for those of you who write from time to time, who share prayer requests and blessings. Uh, we're honored to pray for your needs, and uh, we we're, uh, look forward to those kind of uh, uh, messages and emails that we can get our phone messages. And again, I pray you have a great Monday. We'll look forward to being with you again, Lord willing, on the broadcast tomorrow. And on Tuesday, I want to talk to you about an important subject, except you see signs and wonders. So don't miss that, all right? And until tomorrow, this is Brother Slayball reminding you, be good to everyone, because everyone's having a tough time.
0: Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org, or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5:30 for our evening service, and on Wednesday at 6:30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6:30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus Christ.